You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I just stood there blankly staring at them. Contributing nothing. Contributing nothing. <laughs> I mean, they were essentially speaking a foreign language as far as I knew. I mean, they could, uh-huh. they could have been speaking in Arabic as far as I knew. Like, I didn't So I you didn't couldn't understand. even fake it is what you're saying. I, I faked it. My contributions were I smiled and nodded a lot, like, and I said, yeah, oh, that's great. That's really clean. That was that's my contribution. That's really clean? What does yeah. that even mean? That engine's really clean. Oh, were you looking at, at yeah, it? Yeah, we were looking at the engine, talking about <laughs> it. Uh, while I I can't there, even see you pre- trying to pretend to know I what you're looking at. I am the least manly man ever. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found almost for five years now. Oh, my goodness. So close. In less than a month, it's going to be five years, Greg. Yes, indeed. That's crazy the talk. The party is November 14th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, also, coming up on the show today, we're going to play our interview that we just had with our friends Sean Jordan and Shane Torres. Shane, you're probably going to see him in all of the uh, local papers here because he's, I think, in Willamette Week and Portland Mercury this week. And I think Oregonian as well. Probably Oregonian yeah. <laughs> all over the place because Shane is leaving Portland for comedy to do it in New York City. Big old New York City. New York City. Mm-hmm. And what's we've known Shane, well, and Sean for years, and it's so awesome yeah. to see like the transformation of you know all these like years of hard work that they've you know they both put in. I mean, Sean's still going to be here, but I mean, you know, Shane moving to New York, right? He's going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. It is so cool. So excited for them. So so proud of uh, Shane. Yeah, for making that jump. So we'll we'll play that interview here in a little bit to talk about what we were doing at the beginning of the show. Though I've talked about this before, how I am. Not much of a car guy. I don't know much about cars. I think that's even like being a little more grandiose. I think that you're not a car guy. I'm not a car guy. Yeah, don't take away the much. I'm not. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think that I am a car guy. Yeah, because you look all kind of grisly. Right. Well, I grew up in the... Wait, I look grisly? Yeah, you look a little... You look like you need a good scrubbing. That means I've got like... like, a, Am I abnormally shaped? Do I have kind like of. weird lumps and you're, things? No, you just look kind of dirty. Like you look I'm like not you dirty. Should... I, I shower twice a day. Well, once a day. But if I go running, it's twice a day. At least once a day. I'm just. You look like you. Would I'm probably defending be, the showering thing. You look like you'd be more mechanically inclined than you than well, you are. My fingernails are clean. I'm not. I, you're calling me grisly. I don't know if I like this description. So, anyway, I. I. But it's true. I am not. I am not much of a car person. I don't know much about cars. I try to pretend, and it sucks because other dudes who are manly men they like bond up. over it yeah stuff. they bond it's a whole thing mm-hmm. like it's a universal language that a lot of guys can communicate in that I just can't I just can't speak the language because I don't know anything about cars and I really don't have much interest <gasps> see Greg I just realized something uh, comparable you and cars is like me and babies <laughs> seriously I know nothing about them all of my friends are talking about them and I have absolutely nothing to contribute to the conversation yeah that's exactly oh my god your cars are my babies I just made that correlation kind of see only the difference is it really is no all these people have these conversations about things that I know nothing about and then I'm sitting there like yeah, uh-huh. yeah. oh that's how long that's, that's when you ovulate oh Ew. that's oh yeah no, no no but I have no clue what they're talking about yeah, well, it that's is exactly how it is. the same thing. That's how it is with cars. And so this is what happened this weekend. My buddy was in town from Montana. I haven't seen him for a long time. And he was he brought a car here into town to sell it. It's a, a brat, uh, one of those cars. It's it's a pretty cool looking car. It's, mm-hmm. he, he likes cars. So he was, but he was selling it here in Portland. So he hauled it from Missoula to Portland. And he was in town. So me and my buddy Nate went over there to go see him for for just a little bit, which was great to see him. We walk up. Instantly starts into car talk. Now, Nate and Donnie, they can talk cars. They start talking about it, talking about the engine, talking about, you know, well, yeah, well, I used to have this kind of car, and here's what it would do. And like, oh, yeah, well, the, the torque on this one is this. I mean, honestly, I'm making up words because I don't even know what it was they were talking about. Donnie just assumed that I knew because he's nice. And so he'd smile and nod and tell me these things. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, That's all you would say? Oh, yeah. 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 Like realized, nodding like a bobblehead? No. We were talking there for like 10 minutes while they were talking. Well, I, I pretended to contribute to, to the point where it got kind of awkward for me. And so they popped the hood. And the only thing I could say when you popped the hood is like, oh, well, that engine's really clean. And uh, and then the, the dashboard's just uh, – that's a nice dashboard on the car. It's uh, smooth. 
you know, real. It looks like it's polished. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. That's what I was contributing. Oh my and god! And then they were both nice enough to be like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm." I know secretly in the back of their head, like, "What the hell is he talking about? What is he? What is he even bringing up? Like, he he has no idea what he's talking about right now." That's what I'm thinking. They're thinking. So it's it's this spiral of self doubt that I'm just falling down as I'm going through this. And that's that's what it you was. You know what's something you could fix? Like you could probably learn something about about cars. I could. Here the the problem is I just have zero interest. I really just don't have any interest in it. Okay. Like it, it's never been one of those things like my dad, my brother bond over that stuff and they know they know all about cars. They know everything about it. They rebuilt a a, a car when uh, a Nova. My brother had a Chevy Nova and they like rebuilt the engine and all this stuff. All these cool things. It was a great car. Me, I know nothing. I'm like I, I don't I don't I don't know how to work that one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drive a, a Datsun because that's that's reliable. Wow, I was so, more manly than you this weekend. Let me tell you. So while you're talking about how smooth and shiny a dashboard is, I along with um, our good friend David because he made me do it. This is why I like David because he's just like, oh, I'll help you with your scooter, but you're gonna have to do it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. show you what you're doing. Um, it took a couple hours, but I was able to dismantle my tires and braking system in order to put brand new tires on my scooter, and I did it. Mostly by myself. Covered you did the actual work. I did. No, he made me do all of the work. And I got to learn all the different parts of my scooter, like where the pins are, what the axle is, how the braking system works, how to replace the pads um, for the for the brakes and everything. I felt awesome. Mm. And I was covered in like like covered in grease from, you know, having to like take apart like all the different things and I had my little toolbox where I put all of the parts out, you know, that you know, that we had to take off. I could do that if I wanted no, to. No, you couldn't. No, I couldn't. That's the problem. I really couldn't. I wouldn't know what to do. No, I have a hard time with my lawnmower. Not only did I do it, but now I'm actually even educated about it because he made sure that I knew what every part did <laughs> and where every part went it's and being, like the reason why they're there. It's being noted in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Jesmond says that I'll bet Sarah knows more about her scooter than Greg knows about babies. <laughs> That's I, I would like to dispute that. I would like to shut that down. No, it's probably true. That that is that is most. Definitely it was so true. cool. Like I have this, I have this vehicle thing that I kind of know how it works now. Like, and then I get to put it back together, and then we're also um, David and I are going to rebuild the carburetor. Yeah, have you ever been able to say that, motherfucker? I'm rebuilding a carburetor. Yeah, I I had to clean a carburetor on my lawnmower, and then I it didn't work. I didn't do a very good job of it. I, I cleaned. You mean like squirted some WD forty on it? No, I would just put starter fluid in it, and then just make oh. it go. I was dumping starter fluid in it, and my uh, my bottle kind of broke with the starter fluid, so I put it into a beer bottle, and then I was tipping the lawnmower on the side and dumping a beer bottle full of starter fluid into oh it. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, that that didn't that probably wasn't a good idea. Wow, Greg, it didn't look very good. You're pretty manly. Neighbors. Pretty manly. Pretty, That's what I'm saying. I am a manly man. So, ladies out there, just to let you know. You well, know. see, you say that you don't have any interest in knowing how things work. I have to tell you now that I have a vague concept of how my scooter runs and how it's pieced together. It's pretty knowledge is power, Greg. Knowledge is power. <sighs> well, then I need to, I need like a starter course. You know what I need? I need like how to talk engines for dummies. I need something like that. Just a bullet points of keywords I can use, a, a very basic understanding that can get me through those things. There should be a class on this for guys like me. So that way, if somebody, I'm at a party or at a, you know talking to some buddies and they're talking about cars, I can have a basic knowledge. Yeah, a class is like auto shop. Yeah, well, I didn't take auto shop in school. I took I took marketing classes and I took took computer design. Those are the classes I took. I didn't take the auto shop or the or the wood shop or any of that stuff. Yeah, there's an auto repair for dummies is what somebody just posted in there. Now I have something like that, even though I've never used it. I need a bullet points. I need short. It's got to be like one page. What can I find out on one page that's some basic information that I can use Nothing. to carry on a conversation? You can't have a conversation with people about specific automobiles with one page. Just basic things like the. the well, you need like a question. You need like a standard question. Yeah, you know to the ask. laser injection. Like what are the what are the and the and the the pins in there? You know, they're you ask, sharp. Like, Those the, are sharp pins. What's the what's the, the horsepower on this on, on this throttle? See that I I if I were to say that, then I don't know. I wouldn't know the follow up question. I wouldn't know how to respond to that. Like, I think basically the, you just need to know what like a couple of things power? look like, and just say Why? like, "Oh, oh, this is a, a four, a, a six cylinder." I've only seen this as a two cylinder. Like you just need to know like the <laughs> basics of something. <laughs> See, if I say something like that, they're going to be like, "Well, they've never made a two cylinder. What are you talking about?" There's no. Where did you see a two cylinder? And then they'll start questioning me, especially if it's somebody I don't know. Like, well, wait a minute, you've you seen a two cylinder? 
that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, no, it was up. And then I'd like have to, I'd, I'd fall down the hole and I'd start to try to like make something up to try to cover it up, cover up the fact I didn't know about the two cylinder. So I'd be like, oh yeah, no, I had a buddy back home. He rebuilt one with a two cylinder because he said that the carb was, the carb was clogging up. So he put a two, two cylinder in there and it was just kind of a, kind of back end rigged on there. How are the starting pins on this one? Yeah, it, I bet they're good start sharp starting pins because then you got the alternator. You know that charges the battery. See, that's something I know. Like the alternator, you know that'll charge the battery. Make sure you, you always got to make sure there's oil in there. To tell you what, you run out of oil. Oh my god, are, are you still talking about this? Yeah, I'm talking cars right now. See <laughs> there, I just, I just maybe I kind of did it. No, that didn't work. It didn't work. Anyway, I, I just, I, I think you've just got to own the fact that you don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. I really mm-hmm. don't. But it's embarrassing to have to explain that to people when you show up and they're having this conversation and it's all about cars. And I want to be there and hang out. I can't, I can't dance around You can't around contribute. It. No. Then I just have to say, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. You can try and guide the conversation away from cars. I can try to. That's true. But they're so happy talking about cars. And then I just – I feel like I'm the, I'm the problem. It's me. You are the common denominator. <sighs> Uh, it's, it's being said, when you're talking to someone about the car, how about asking questions? That's what I'm talking about. I don't know the right questions to ask, you know, because I don't know what years for engines and things like that. All I can say is, wow, that engine's clean. And that dashboard sure looks nice. The buttons are shiny. The paint's, yeah, that's paint what looks you pretty should, good. That's what you should say in the, the car conversation. Looks, Those buttons are real shiny. Those buttons are real shiny, you know, and then you got the gear shift right there. And that's that's looking good. You know that's that's a real sharp gear shifter. I mean, if these are as, you know these are your old friends, they clearly already know that you don't know anything about cars. So well, why are you I've, nervous? They have faked it long enough that I can get by, and then on top of that, I don't want them to really think about it. I don't want them to know because it is embarrassing. It, it's being asked in the chat what what is so life threatening about admitting you don't know something? I think it's because of where I grew up. Because so many I grew up out in the country, and everybody knows about engines. Everybody does except for me. It you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. Well, you are that guy. I know. I know I am, but I'm still in denial about it, and I still want to cover it up. I'm afraid to admit the truth. I don't want anybody to know. Like, and so I just, I just start babbling, and I'll start making stuff up if I really get get stuck in it. And you I'll, mean like right now, like and, you're babbling? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I'll do. It makes me nervous. I start sweating because it's it's just it's just you know, it's it sucks. <laughs> uh, also, there's a lot in the chat that's that's going on very good today. I bet used car salesmen see Greg coming and get those cartoon dollar signs in their eyes. Totally. They probably would if I were looking for a used car because I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what I'm talking about. I really wouldn't. I would be like a car salesman's dream. If I were if I had money, that I would be I would be I would just have sucker written all over me. Greg, you can totally protect yourself by spending a little bit of time learning. Just a little bit. It's easier just to make it up, though. I want a cheat sheet. Is it, though? I want a cheat sheet. It doesn't seem like it's easier for you. To get by. Give me a cheat sheet I can memorize, and I can do that. I can do that. I could do, like, just the peripheral stuff. If I just had bullet points of this does this, here's a term that everybody uses, and I don't care about what it actually does. Just something, something that I can bullet point my way through a conversation about cars. But... Stranded in the chat says, Greg, you talk about cars like Sarah picking her final four brackets because she likes the colors or the team mascot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is very true. It's real shiny green paint. Mm -hmm. That paint looks, it's good. That's what you could ask. You could ask like how many layers did you, like how many layers did you have to put on that? Okay. Yeah, but don't they sand it down? I don't know. See, again, I'm just going to be stuck in this. Somebody somebody can create a bullet point, and I will buy that bullet point. Okay. How to get through this. Well, somebody has a, a real big idea now. All right. There we <laughs> go. Uh, should we play our interview with yeah, Sean and Shane? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, Sean Jordan, Shane Torres, both our friends and, of course, wonderful comedians here in Portland, stopped by. Shane is going to be leaving town, leaving town, heading to New York City. New York City? Moving to New York City. And he is having a going away party this Friday at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. You get tickets at bossanovaballroom.com. Shane is incredible. Sean is incredible. And uh, really, really excited for Shane moving to New York. Yeah. It's it's very, very It's going to cool. be a good fit for him. It is. It's going to be weird without him being in Portland. That's going to be odd. Mm-hmm. And also, when we start this interview off, when Shane came in, Sarah, I kid you not, it finally hit her that he's going to be moving. She got a little teary-eyed. I got a little teary-eyed. No, I, like, full tears, but a little teary-eyed. Yeah. Because I, we really have known him for a long time, and all of a sudden it really did hit me, like, wow, he really is, he's he's picking up and moving across the country mm-hmm. for this thing that he believes in. And as we know, Sarah has a heart of stone, so it's very do, hard it's true. Very hard for that to uh, have any feelings that will come out of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, nonetheless, Shane got them. 
So let's... Uh, I had a let's, little bit of a feeling. <laughs> a minor one. Let's go ahead and play our interview with them, and then we'll be back right after that with more Fun Employment Radio. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I can't believe after 1,200 episodes, I've never been able to make you cry I know. on this show. Oh. I've probably tried before, but... I don't know what just happened. Like, you know when you know something's going to happen, and then actually it just instantly hits you? I'm like, oh, no. We're going to be talking about a thing that's actually happening in a few days. It's true. I'm not crying. Everything's fine. (laughs) Get it together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And we are joined now by Mr. Sean Jordan. Hey! Oh, hey, buddy. How's it going? Sup, (laughs) y'all? And the reason for Sarah's tears, Shane Torres. Is that a great intro? (laughs) That disgusting... (laughs) (laughs) Seeing you makes me sad. It's like an art film. (laughs) I just imagine us walking in, just like, oh, God! (laughs) Shit! So, as you guys know, Shane is... Leaving town. Shane is And maybe they didn't. So just so you guys know, Shane Torres, one of uh, the comedic geniuses here in Portland, Oregon, is leaving us for... I'm definitely definitely a genius. I don't know about comedic. You're totally a genius. (laughs) Take the compliment, dude. Just take it. You got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. For for New York City. For good old New York City. City. New York City. Oh, No, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just I'm just so excited for you. Like I just wanted to ask you a New York question. Like, do you already have a, a place set up there? No, no. I mean, yes, and no, like there's stuff happening in the world. Like, uh, stuff, I'm going to be on movement. the road for like five weeks before I go. Are you going to do it like a cross country while you're going there? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'm working my way out there. Oh, uh, awesome. So I'll do uh, all the great cities: mm-hmm. Boise, Indianapolis, <laughs> nice, <laughs> Youngstown, Ohio, maybe even Cleveland if I get lucky. You uh, might. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it's your day. The stars are shining. Chicago. For you. I, mean, I am doing Chicago. Oh, that's but, great. Yeah, it's, which is a great city. Uh, no, I guess Boise and Indiana. I don't know why I'm. Sh- that's <laughs> I mean, okay. We, we did another radio show. I don't know why morning. you just stopped yourself from saying shit. Uh, yeah, because that's why. Because oh, yeah, <laughs> we did the other radio show this morning, and we can't swear on that one. Yeah. So this one's more fun. No, that's what we do. Like back and like we do a show on X Ray once a week, and we're like, all right, this is the filtered one. Yeah. Right. This is then this is the one we can actually. When is your show on X Ray? Uh, Fridays at one. One. Yeah, yeah. My radio show's on Tuesdays at one. Are you still going to do it when you're on? the Yeah, road? we're doing yeah. it remotely. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, see, one's the slot. That means that we're yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Doing yeah. A deal right there. Yeah, I don't know. I think I always feel like they're gonna. They're just like so close to just being like, we don't care. Like, gonna, <laughs> like they never, they never bother me unless I do something wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's not true. Is that like they're just like we want to, we want to make sure you do it. But like at first it was just like. You can't say fuck. Stop <laughs> saying fuck so much. We only have so much on the dump button. Yeah, like, we were, like I think we wore that thing out. Uh, but we do mine uh, pre-recorded. So, oh, cool. Yeah, which is much better because we swear a lot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a little it's a little easier. It's hard on the uh, on my producer Ryan to edit it and everything. But mm. well, you just said that you just did another radio show. Sounds like uh, a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is it weird? Is it s- <laughs> is it starting to feel really real for you, like going around, like kind of saying goodbye to everybody? And uh, I mean, I you know I don't care if most people in this city live or die. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Such a good way to get people to come. Yeah. <laughs> Go to <his> show. <laughs> no, uh, it I'm glad we're a, doing this. So we can work on your interviewing skills. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need to. If you read that Willamette piece, it's just me being like, "Hey, I, I, I start every sentence with I in it." <laughs> like, oh, I just I just read it. You seemed very. There is a lot of eyes. I'm there just looking it, at that yeah. right now. Yeah, I don't have a great command of language. Well, it's probably not a good thing. For you're being comment. asked questions about yourself. I think it's all right if you start with I. Yeah, <laughs> instead of me. Yeah, if I was like... <laughs> <laughs> me did spot at club. Me think it'll be fine. <laughs> when, me like yeah. LA. Where, when are you moving to New York? Me hungry, dude. Me hungry. <laughs> be real casual about it, though. Like, me going when me goes. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, it's weird, but since I'm doing the road for a little bit before I get out there, it seems further off for me than... Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because I've been on the road for weeks at a time before, so it doesn't. I'm just not coming back. To it just ends in a different destination. Yeah, I guess so. So it's a little because I'm not. I won't be there for like sixty days, mm. but I leave in you know like fifteen or whatever it is. Oh wow! Yeah. Have you ever been to New York before? Yeah, yeah. It's been like ten days, or ten or twelve days there. Enough to know I like it. A oh lot. yeah. And I like to see. There's a lot of good energy and. It's fast, you know, like it, it moves quicker. Mm-hmm. Like people definitely move at a faster pace mm-hmm. than they do in this city, uh, which is nice because 
everyone, not everyone, but the city, they it's too, I'm not the most quick footed person in the world, but Jesus Christ, yeah. like everybody's like just taking their time. They're so mulling over a cup of coffee. Like it's like we a had wedding cups proposal. Of coffee on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> that was your idea. Yeah. But, no, but it, it, how long, how long did it take me to make that decision? Coffee. Boom. Not, uh, what can I get you? Uh, and then just a long blank stare like a dog showing a card trick this is <laughs> you gotta let that anger go buddy. yeah well I'll let it go, it's go. go. No, it although, let it go. no he's he going to New York it. yeah yeah, and in New York, everybody's going to be like with, on my page. I don't. I won't feel so goddamn frustrated. No, you'll like, be like soft and gentle compared to a lot of people. I probably will. <laughs> it's like you already got all that goop from Ghostbusters two on you, giving you a terrible attitude. <laughs> but it's not even oh. on you. Yeah. You're going to reference Ghostbusters two and not Ghostbusters one. <laughs> there wasn't anything about New York and bad attitudes in Ghostbusters one. <laughs> That like there wasn't the slime thing, you know. Uh, I liked I Ghostbusters I too. I think it gets a bad rap. Yeah, yeah. what does it really? Yeah, no. Yeah. A lot of people say it's like one of the worst sequels ever. Oh, well, that's just because Ghostbusters was idiots. so dank. Like I you know. can't, you know, anything after that. You can be like, oh, it sucks. But, but to be fair, Sean's so goddamn positive. It's not. It's <laughs> he's like he's the most positive person. So we balance. I'm going to take that out. as a compliment. So he's, a compliment, so right? he's what you hate about Portland. No, because he. <laughs> The other thing is Sean moves with a purpose. He doesn't just fucking stop and stare at birds for no goddamn reason. Like we stopped on the way here and looked at two bluebirds. Did we not? Did I not say, look at this? <laughs> on the sidewalk, I go, there's two, I go, there's two bluebirds on the sidewalk. Look at that. Not, not, like, not, like, not like he was calling out, oh, that's a bluebird, that's a car. He's like, look at those two blue birds. Like, <laughs> then I said South Dakota. I was like, in South Dakota, we don't have cardinals or any pretty birds. And then Shane goes, oh, you don't have any pretty birds in South Dakota? I was like, no, not really. Real <laughs> whack conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of shit I good spend friends. my day Beautiful. doing. Yeah. Good, good friends. God, yeah. if I had to think about that more. Oh. <laughs> well, you guys are... Gar- so you're going to be hosting this Friday, right? I will, yeah. All right. And it's going to be... Shane's big goodbye. Shane's be. dipping out is what yeah, is, is that what, what it's called? That's what Sean I'm gonna be the, it. Sean named the event. I'm going to be the conductor of the giggle train. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fucking pull her on through the old Bossa Nova, bud. <laughs> Next stop, Bossa Nova Station. <laughs> Shoo! There it goes. Ha ha! <laughs> God, I hate you. Uh, I love you. Uh, yeah. It'll be a fun. It's a uh, Whitney Street's going to be on it as well. There's a bunch of <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at <laughs> like 15 people. To, it's so funny. There's so yeah. I was I can't name. I was like, if I could name, it would be. I wonder if I could. Whitney Street, Christian Ricketts, Gabe Dinger, Amy Miller, Don Frost. Mm-hmm. You're my, doing good. I myself, have the list in front Sean, of me. Uh, Nathan Brandon, but he got dropped because he had to. He has to go out of town. Uh, Phil Jordan, Phil and Jordan, yeah, the two people I live with, <laughs> a special guest that we can't say, a special guest, and Joanne. Oh Joanne. yeah, Joanne Chandler. Yeah, I guess she's on it too. Yep. There we go. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be endorsement. It's yeah. gonna be rad. Like everyone's gonna do a fun, like quick seven minute set, and we're gonna give Shane about a half hour to. Pretty much cry. I bet I'll cry when I bring him up. I cried uh, when I brought Ian up. You and did. I'll, I didn't cry. Well, maybe you will a, this time. No, I, I can't cry this time. I got to get like New York tough. Oh, yeah, man. right. You're gonna be. I, I'm seeing you walk up right now, and you're gonna like you're gonna do the hug thing that you always do, but you'll be almost crying because I'll be crying when I bring you up. Now I'm gonna just make it a point to cry. Nobody cares if I cry because they're like, well, yeah, Sean's crying. He's probably so happy. <laughs> these, are, these are rage tears. That's what they are with me. Like, really you're just gonna have a boner for some reason too. <laughs> because because I'm, I'm so mad. I don't care what reason. I don't care what reason it is anymore. As long as <laughs> Boner. As long as it happens. <laughs> so, what? Why did you choose New York over LA? Uh, I mean, like, I like LA. Yeah, it's a cool city, but I just prefer New York, and it makes. Um, I want to do like right now. I'm focusing on getting better at stand up, and and learning how to act and learning how to write for TV and stuff. And New York's a place you can do that. Whereas, like in LA, you're just like, all right, now it's time for you to go audition. All the, I don't want to go do something and be bad mm. at it. Uh, like uh, acting, I'm not good at yet, and I don't want to go to LA to audition and just be bad. Uh, you know, that just seems yeah. like a terrible thing to go out and do something you're bad at without having practiced at it at <laughs> yeah. all. Because they will, you know, like if you're lucky, sometimes somebody will be like, "Oh, I saw you do a set. Why don't you come audition for this?" And they're like, "Okay, but mm. I'm, I'm really bad at acting." And they're like, "You are." You know, <laughs> I'd rather surprise and be like, "Oh, he's not bad. You know, he's pretty good actually." <laughs> so, do you desire to be a writer more or an actor? Uh, a little I, bit both. I mean, like stand-up's always going to be number one in my heart, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, uh, the big wigs they want you to find ways to make more money with like TV writing jobs and acting and stuff. So 
Um, hopefully both. Mm. You know, like I would. I really hope both. But uh, I like. I've written my whole life, so probably. I mean, writing is the path I'm leaning towards the yeah. most. Probably. You have such a. I know this is so fucking douchey to say, but you have such a like a, a wonderful, unique look. I can see you doing pretty well with acting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Oh I, yeah. yeah. Well, I figured you heard that all the time. No, I don't. No. Oh. Go on. Tell me about my absolutely. eyes. Absolutely. <laughs> no, Greg is an actor. Actor. Uh, Greg, do you agree? Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Now you now you threw now you like one up it. Hesitate. Also, your hair. Is, also, your hair is beautiful. So right. I mean. That's a beautiful hair. <laughs> and here's the exact opposite from all of us all the time. <laughs> They're monsters to me. <laughs> so like nothing that happens in New up. York will be as bad as how my friends are. <laughs> That's today. what I'm saying. We did it before. All the even... awful shit these guys say. I can't. I know this isn't an edited uh, show, but I can't even say it on here comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have to say when we had Hurry in um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He was saying. Um, he was just singing your praises and oh. saying how how well he thinks that you're going to do in New York. Oh God, that's great. He's so yeah. he's so nice. He's, like, he's always yeah. been so, so supportive. Awesome. Talk about a great head of hair. Yeah, yeah. very good hair on that one. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. Me, yeah, and just great comedy. And he's the sweetest guy I've ever met in mm. my life. He's always he's just like you're going to do so great. Don't worry about it. Oh, see, and he says it when you're not in the room too. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. there you go. I bet right now he's sitting around ter- saying terrible things. I bet he's not even thinking about me. <laughs> I only say mean stuff to your face when you're around. When you're not around, it's the nicest things in the world. Yeah. When How do you think around. that affects me? Why can't you be like a normal friend and talk shit about me behind my back? You and not very too- very poorly. Okay. <laughs> I hope it really hurts your feelings. Oh, uh, it does. So, what part of New York are you thinking about? Uh, it's looking like Brooklyn more and more. Um, I like Queens a lot though too. It's uh. Queens is just kind of like, like a normal. What part of New York are you thinking about moving in sixty days to? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this, I've heard that nice things. About, I've heard nice things about the Flatiron Building. Maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll just go yeah, ahead so, and live there. So are you rolling into town without a place? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not exactly. Uh, I feel like he has a. I, I feel like he has something set up, but maybe he's not quite ready to talk. Oh, about okay. It. All yeah. right. All right. Uh, fair enough. Well, it's. But, uh, I can talk about it. It's not like under. Uh, yeah, there's a comedian uh, friend of mine who is moving out there as well, but he's from Seattle, and he's going to be out there a few weeks before me. Okay, so he's setting that stuff up, and then I'm going to move in with him when he gets awesome. Uh, so so like a there. comedy pad. Yeah, yeah. I haven't not lived with a comedian in since I started almost seven years ago. I haven't not lived with a comic then since then. Well, like, let me ask you, is that because most of your friends are comics or because you kind of like having the same lifestyles here? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like I don't have normal friends anymore. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I do, but they're like, um, I don't see them. You know, like yeah. it's a completely different lifestyle. Like I'm, well, Sean, like you see um you see your normal friends like once a month mm-hmm. sometimes. I, I mean, so... And like then the, with the comics, it's like, oh, you're you're getting up at uh, you're getting up at noon, or you're going to bed at seven a.m. Like me too. It's a little, it's easier if you're on that schedule yeah. a little bit because it can be a, um, I guess like hard lifestyle to deal with if somebody else is living an opposite schedule. Yeah, that would that that is definitely an opposite kind of schedule. Yeah. It's a hard life that we live, but <laughs> we live it and we smoke it to the goddamn filter every night. <laughs> I chew on gravel before I go to sleep, but. My normal friends don't do shit. They can't remember the last time they broke a 40 on a man's chin for looking at him wrong, but I can. It was about a year from now. Don't you dare, don't you dare stop. You keep going. That was a beautiful yeah. man voice. That's the goddamn life of a road comic in New York City, I tell you what, boy. Uh, now, now do it like you're selling an iPhone. Like be a voiceover for an iPhone commercial. Listen, are you sick of uh, you sick of your phone taking for goddamn ever to light your cigarette? Me too. <laughs> Get an iPhone to light your goddamn cigarette for you. You smoke it. Just keep smoking it. <laughs> yeah, that is the one app that's not on a iPhone is a is a lighter. A lighter app. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh, I they do. I they got the, uh, the oh Shannon. Speaking of lighter apps on your phone Shane and I went to Elton John the other day that's right so Dude, it was you want to talk Amy, about uh, a fucking show oh. Amy Miller was in here didn't did, what, didn't she uh, hook Amy you guys gave up us with, the ticket yeah. Yeah. yeah so you guys went on a mandate to Elton John oh dude, dude. that must have been How the mandate it? of all mandates ill I got a $9 beer didn't even give a fuck normally I'm like <laughs> normally I'm like it's a fucking $9 beer night but then yeah it was it was a uh, he you closed want- with Circle of Life. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> that was the last song. Uh, Crocodile Rock and Circle of Life for the encore. I didn't think I was going to hear Circle of Life. I really didn't. I didn't. You, th- you I kind don't of think forget he even has song. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're like that's not. 
That's not the number one Elton John song you go oh to. My, that when sounds like, like a fucking yeah. moment, though. Oh, was, with him, oh. like, oh, my God. He can't cut the encore with it, because what did he close with on his first set before he encored? I can't remember. Was I can't remember. Did he sing Candle in the Wind? Yeah, yes. he, oh, he played that early, actually. He sang everything, every, all the bangers except for My Father's Gun, which I wanted to hear really uh. bad. Yeah. But other we than both want it because we both have dead dads. Yeah, Shane and I would have been dead yeah. dad clubbing, but DDCing. You uh, an Elton John concert is a lot of like people in their late fifties, early sixties, like dancing and just putting the gym a lot of OGs, yeah. a lot just of older girls, and older gentlemen. Dude, down. Yeah. That sounds like every Neil Diamond concert I've ever been to. I yeah. imagine Neil Diamond is a motherfucking showman. It is the best show I have ever yeah. seen. Elton, if you get a chance to see Neil Diamond, I'm saying take it. Elton stood his ass up in between. Uri song too. He wasn't scared. <laughs> really? He wasn't scared to stand up and let you know that he still likes applause at the ripe old age. Or whatever. Bow to me. Well, yeah. he would like he got like a bunch of standing uh, ov- ovations, but then he would just be like, "Oh, you're not gonna give me one," and then he would just stand up like a wrestler <laughs> that was feeding off the crowd for energy and just be like, "Ha!" And he would like put his hands up to his ears, like, "I can't hear you." And people, oh God! I don't yeah. even know if you want to hear Tiny Dancer. And he would just walk across the stage and like point at people and be like, "Yeah!" Oh. Like, I'm like, wow. Dope. And <laughs> the moms at this concert were not acting like mothers at all. I was going to say, a lot of like soccer moms tarted up for the night. Or? Yeah. Uh, Metal mom, dude. Just yeah. all of them just out there like getting it. Elton! They were, they because they would cut to the screen, and there was one woman, eh, she's probably in her, uh, what, mid-50s? Yeah. And <laughs> she was just going nuts. And she was a... Uh, Terribly um, well endowed. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> and just everywhere. No bra that night. She was going crazy. Two Zeppelins in a dead heat. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, she would, And when she was on that, she was going nuts before, but when she was on that screen, just, oh, oh God. <laughs> So loud. That made her life. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was rad. Oh, that sounds like such a fun experience. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. And then uh, it, it was, was weird because the opening act went up, and like it was pretty full, but like definitely some good-sized gaps. And then as soon as Elton came up, everybody just, wherever they were at, just flushed right in. It was crazy. Did he have any costume changes? No. no. he was. It was not uh, as crazy a stage show. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't figure as much. I don't as need one. a stage show. I just need the songs. You just I mean, need some Elton. Just need them. He did throw on some of the new jams, some of those hot new 2014 <laughs> EJ tracks that, like, I wasn't dying to hear. But <laughs> <laughs> what it, you know, what mix this is off my new album. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. We're all but showing man, up. And you're lucky you did what you did in the past, EJ, and I'll let you ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened the other weekend when we went to the PBR, the Paps Pro- Project. Yeah. Oh, you guys check that out. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. But uh, Tears for Fears played, and they took like. A- about 45 minutes like we're going to tell you we're going to play you some of our new jams that we've been working on yeah, they do all no. the bangers, just, uh, uh, they did Mad World they did uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World uh, they and did then, They did most of them they spaced them out they played like two hits and then they played 45 minutes of new material that nobody knew yeah, and then they do covers saw them. and then they, were, like they, they did, did an Arcade Fire cover they did a cover of an Arcade Fire song <laughs> like wait a minute you're te- they're supposed to do the Tears for Fears cover not yeah, you covering them you're better than this yeah <laughs> Uh, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they got it. I guess that to them, it'd be like, well, let's switch it up a little bit. Like, they got to keep it interesting yeah. for themselves. That's too. true. Yeah. You know who didn't keep it interesting for themselves is, um, who did we see? What was that? Why am I blanking on the name of the band what, that Violet? was earlier in the day? Violent Femmes. Yeah, Violent Femmes. They played awesome. every single motherfucking hit they have ever had. Good. Yeah, it wasn't new stuff. It was just like, yeah. you like this one? You like this one? <laughs> All right, here's another one. <laughs> I mean, why not? Remember this? <laughs> that's what's cool about like Bumbershoot and stuff is they're so they get the hour they give each band like an hour on the dot so they don't really go mess around they just banger 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 yeah and you get the gold everybody's stoked and then like mm-hmm. I'm I'm down with one to two new songs yeah yeah, sure. right. uh, yeah. I can Let handle me get that my feet right. in the bathtub see how warm yeah, yeah. the water is yeah so. yeah let's check it out a little Chances bit are, put I it, don't take put a in right in between a couple of hits yeah <laughs> let's take it around the block not around the neighborhood all right <laughs> <laughs> okay figure it out a little bit but yeah that's a like more than two you're you're really pushing it unless that's, it's a hit unless, yeah. unless you, it's a good one i like how we're just talking shit about like you know elton john <laughs> with the new shit elton what the john. fuck yeah who, who the hell do you yeah. who do you think you are elton john or something why don't you tiny dancer way off the damn stage <laughs> i was so stoked on it yeah it was great that's amazing. it was an awesome show <laughs> so are you going to be performing your hits at the uh, show on show on friday no i'm going to do all new stuff all new stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i actually Kind of, yeah. Um, I guess it'd be cool. I guess uh, people. The Mercury did an article on me, uh, and it comes out tomorrow. And they 
asked uh, me to g- try and get a joke to work that has never worked. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would do it. I practiced it like, you know, I did it like seven or eight times, and I kept a journal each time, and then I would rewrite it and send it into them so it's going to show up in print. And the paper, journal entry joke, journal entry rewrite of the joke, and like all the changes I've made. Awesome. So I guess I kind of am doing old stuff <laughs> that's never worked, and Sean thinks it's going to fail. <laughs> Sean really thinks it's going to fail. I've seen it do bad so many times. <laughs> it's going to work. You're the one that said that you picked a joke that's never worked. You yeah. said it. Well, I didn't pick a joke like I knew, like that I have gotten to work and it's perfect and just be like, yeah, I just fucking nailed it. <laughs> nailed it'll, be, it. it'll be fantastic. It worked we'll last see, night. See if it yeah. works or not. Yeah. yeah. It's worth On Friday. Out of the like nine times I tried it in the past um, like six days. Uh, it's worked twice really well, and two times okay, and the rest of the times it's just shaking. Can't them. say Shane Torres never rolled the dice. That's true. <laughs> Snake <laughs> eyes, baby. Boxcars. Give me boxcars. Why do you want boxcars? I don't know. Give them to me anyways. <laughs> oh, you're going to get the laugh on Friday, though, because it's all about you. Yeah, it's true. I guess it is. Yeah. It's going to be mid-50s ladies jumping up and down. God, just... <laughs> God, that woman was just... Uh, Elton's getting kind of chubby, by the way. Not that I got room to talk. He's a little little bigger? Yeah, Yeah. Sean just looks, he leans over to me and goes, Hey, doesn't look like Elton's missing too many meals. (laughs) (laughs) He's living living well, dude. Hey, he's Elton John. Steak and potatoes for you, AJ. Well fed. That was something I'd been called a few times in my life. (laughs) Well fed? Well fed. They could have just said inactive, which would have probably been more... Well, this Friday at Bossa Nova, which is an awesome venue, which it's is where our listener party is going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When is that? November 14th. Oh, cool. But you'll be long gone. You'll be on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will, where will I be? Oh, Hopefully. Where, oh, where will my little Shane be? <laughs> where I might be in Raleigh. I think I might be, be that. I think I might be in Raleigh. Awesome. Yeah. Ah. Cool. Well, but this Friday you'll be at Bossa Nova. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I will be there. Eight o'clock doors, nine o'clock show. Uh Ten dollars in advance. Awesome. Buy them, yeah, and then fifteen. Ten dollars in advance, and if you come, you get half price admission to the show after that, uh, the week after, which is Jared Logan at the Hollywood on the eighteenth, which is also funny over everything. Oh, nice! Uh, so you get half off with your ticket stub. It'll be good. Boston over. We're gonna have the after party there, so you can just chill out there, and we'll all hang out and. Get hammered. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. BossanovaBallroom.com. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Tickets. Yeah. Yeah. You can get your tickets there, 722 East Burnside. Go yeah. check it out and go who's, say hi and bye to Shane. Who's playing the listener party? Uh, Greg's band, Courage. Yeah. Your band's name is Courage? Yeah. So um, I can sound. show you a picture. Have you, have you ever heard Spinal Tap? Yeah, yeah. No, no I haven't. Surprisingly, Greg. a lot of people haven't. No, I'll really? bring it up. Like, oh, what's what's spinal tap? I'm like, take uh, it the fuck out. I'm like, yeah, right. you know. never mind. You're not welcome. Go drink a bottle of Act Right. Come Jesus. back when you know what time. It's it's along those lines. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing it for like. It's very very good. We've been broken up actually as a band for like ten years. We used to tour and had albums and all that stuff, but we have enough of a following. Like every two years, we can still put on a show and pack it up. So it's yeah. it's cool. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, so that's that's what that's do gonna you be play? One of the Bass and sing, yeah. I can't. He's the frontman. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss that. No, it's pretty. It's a pretty amazing thing to see. I must <laughs> say, it's a character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Shane and a shit ton of other comics are going to be at Bossa Nova this yeah. Friday. Yeah. Shane, best of luck. Thank you. I'm so excited yeah. for you. Oh. You have to call in from New York. I could do that. That would be fun. I yeah, would that'd love be awesome. that. Yeah, I could Skype or something. I don't yeah. know what you guys for the listeners. Yeah, for the list. For them, call well, in. you can Skype. <laughs> you can Skype make it. a Skype call. Don't you know anything? <laughs> Damn it, Sean. For these two. Yeah. There's <laughs> just no point to doing that. No, but you can still just make a phone okay. call through Skype. You can. You're right. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're goddamn right I'm right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anything else shitty you want to say? You're amazing, and I love every part yeah, of it. Oh, that's so sweet. And you have great hair. Christ. <laughs> All right. Go Let's see get Shane. Get done with this goddamn Friday, compliment fest. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Yay! Yay! You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. There they are. Shane Torres, Sean Jordan, right here on Fun Employment Radio. They are just such good guys. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Oh, my goodness. Because I've got something that I want to do here after this. I've got breaking news. Oh. God, I can see the look on your face. Breaking news coming up in just a little bit on this podcast. 
live stream right now. So if you're listening live, you're going to get the breaking news before anybody else does. Big news, sir. Evidence has been found. That's all I'm going to say. What do you mean? Oh, God. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, story out of Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Uh, police say that a man was arrested early Monday morning here in Portland, Oregon, uh, after admitting to being on drugs and exposing himself in North Portland. Oh, Portland, we keep it classy. Uh, so this guy's name is Joey Vandervoort, 19 years young. Um, this happened Monday morning in the area of North Lombard. Police say that Vandervoort was exposing himself with his pants around his ankles while just staring at a woman. Oh, wow. How creepy is that? Like, it doesn't say he was fondling himself. He's just standing there, pantsless, staring at some woman. So uh, police pants say... down around his ankles. Around his ankles. Like, I mean, that's, you really want to draw attention to it at that point. That's not like secretly exposing yourself and be like, hee hee, I got away with it. No, that's... I want you to look at this. I am going to make as big a scene as possible. I'm going to try and make eye contact with you and have Ooh, my pants around the my The eye ankles. contact, that's Ew. the really creepy part. So police say when the officer approached him, Vandervoort tried to punch the officer. Uh, he missed. Vandervoort then tried well, to yeah, run his away. his pants were around his goddamn ankles. He then tried to run away, but because he hadn't pulled up his pants, he tripped and fell several times <laughs> before police eventually caught up with him. Uh, they were able to take Vandervoort into custody and pull his pants up. Uh, Vandervoort told police he was <laughs> under the influence of a stimulant, so officers took him to the hospital for treatment before taking him to Multnomah County Jail. Uh, Vandervoort faces a number of charges, including indecent exposure, assaulting a police officer, and disorderly conduct. That's, see, if that's you're going to try and run those... from the cops, and this dude's face is messed up, you because he fell multiple times because oh, he was trying yeah. to run with his pants around his ankles, <laughs> and so he kept falling. Is there a picture of him? Oh, yeah, there's a picture of him. Okay, I'll have to look up the picture. What yeah. was his name again? Uh, his name is Joey Vandervoort. Joey Vandervoort. Okay. Uh, his face is broken <laughs> because tripping so many times. You know, if you're going to try and run from somebody, maybe you should pull up your pants. Probably. Oh, wow. Somebody posted the picture in the live chat. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah, that's not good. That's Imagine not good I, at all. This is one of those instances, too, where I actually feel bad for the police officer having to pull those pants up. Oh, gross. I mean, there's no way to do it without getting in the vicinity of like, the zone. Like, you have to zone. touch, like, get within arm's reach. You, you're within arm's reach of the zone, and the guy's probably fighting, so you got to get even closer. Oh. Next up, to Florida we travel, from Portland to Florida. Uh, a mother and son meth-making team managed to alert law enforcement officials to their activities after they accidentally butt-dialed 911 while talking about cooking meth at their Florida home. Breaking Bad sequel? <laughs> yeah. Mother-son exactly. team? Mother-son team. It's happening. So they accidentally... But dialed 911. So emergency dispatcher who fielded the unintentional cell phone call uh, listened as two voices, quote, discussed drugs. <laughs> Eventually, she heard a bubbling sound as if something was cooking. The dispatcher kept the call connected for uh, half an hour while deputies tracked the phone to a home in Deltona, Florida, where they discovered a shed full of meth-making materials with smoke billowing out of it. Uh, the search of the shed turned up all of the makings of an active meth lab, including, oh, these are all the, do you want to know the makings of an active meth lab? Yeah. Uh, coffee filters, a butane torch, batteries, drain opener, plastic tubing, hypodermic needles, lithium strips, lighter fluid, plastic bags, plastic bottles uh, containing a white substance. I thought you needed like gasoline, like like you use like rat poison or something too. I don't know. There's a butane torch, so. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, anyway, so this mother-son duo, Jason <laughs> and Donna Nope. Uh, along with a 41-year-old Thomas Stallings, were evacuated from the meth shed and all arrested on charges of manufacturing and possession with the intent to distribute. Would that ever be a Lifetime movie? Mm, no. Mether and Son? Ow. That was pretty good. should have my own comedy show there. No, 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 you shouldn't. <laughs> Next up. Out of Rome. Oh, Greg, you like Rome. I do. I love Rome. Mm -mm. An Italian food company is catering to fans of beer by combining their interests of snacking into a spreadable, almost cheese-like substance. They're making spreadable beer. Spreadable beer. Spreadable beer that you can put on crackers and bread. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so an Italian firm... Uh, has created this. It comes in two varieties. Now, it doesn't contain any alcohol, but it's composed of 40% of beer flavor 
and it tastes like beer and spreads like a gan- ganache. Ganesh. Ganesh spreads like a ganesh with a sticky, smooth texture. Is that like Nutella? I think so. I don't know. We're getting into territory where I don't know if I'm being offensive or not. You're not being offensive. Stupidity isn't offensive. <laughs> well, yeah. It is offensive. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the company said the product, which is available to order in the United States, is recommended for pairing with appetizers and cheeses. Uh, it's also being recommended that you can use the ale butter to decorate or fill pastries, cakes, and ice cream. Why would you, though? Why not just drink a beer? I, I know. Well, this doesn't have any alcohol. It's like if you want the... The flavor of beer on everything? All right, and people are correcting me. It's ganache. And then there's other people saying it's Ganesh. I don't Ganache. Know. Ganache. I don't know. A lot of, lot of dispute in there in the live chat at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Well, there you go. So it's available at the website Firebox if you would like to try this um, and you'd like to put it, uh, serve it as an appetizer. No. The only thing I ever used to do is we'd have beer floats. Ew. Keystone Light. Ew. I know it sounds bad. But the beer is so sweet, you put like some uh, some vanilla ice cream in there, it's actually surprisingly good. That is bullshit. It is. It is good. You could probably do it with a light stout and too. ice cream? Yeah. That is disgusting. It wasn't that bad. I'm not a big float person, so I don't eat that, but it didn't taste that bad. I'm telling you. I might have to actually try that. It's because not, I want it's to, not but, that bad. That sounds pretty terrible. It's not that bad. All right, and finally to round out my world That'll of That'll go in my recipe book when I make one. Greg, I do have a story about a little man. He is a dwarf named Ian Salter Bromley. Now, Ian Salter Bromley lives in the UK, and they call him a dwarf. I think that's what it... That's the technical term, right? Sure. Because dwarf's not the offensive one. No. Okay. All right, so Ian Salter Bromley is a dwarf who lives in Britain. Now, uh, Ian was a little bit angry that he wasn't getting getting the help that he wanted from the folks at his local council, you know, at the at court there okay. in the UK. So he did something that... His local council. Ended up getting a lot of attention. Ian Salter Bromley was mad at the way he was being treated while he was representing himself in court and decided to poop on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> now, Salter I was, Bromley... I was wondering whether it was going to be expose himself... Or urinate on something. I will admit I did not go. That was my third option. Would have Let been me tell you, if there was urine along, it did a company. So this okay. guy's, uh, so dwarf, whammy. All dwarf right. Salter Bromley, apparently on his way to court, exposed himself and spread his urine and feces all around the office's main reception area and restrooms after he went in to complain that he was being mistreated. Okay, now, he, was he walking while he was doing this? Like a little pop and squat? Oh, yeah, there's a picture around? of him in the chat. He looks like an angry dwarf. Like, did he stop and squat and keep going and stop and squat? Or was it one thing and then he spread it from there? It said that he repeatedly spread his urine and excrement around the office's main reception area and restrooms and after he went some, in to complain. That takes some remarkable skill if it's the uh, if it's the pop and squat, you know, stop stop it up, go a few more feet and then start it back up again. I mean, that takes some control. Greg, that is awful. Well, I, I'm not the one that did it. Well, the four foot tall 56 year old dwarf claims he was upset of the abuse that he receives because he is a dwarf. And that officials from the UK town where he lives have not taken adequate action to protect him. Salter Bromley said he's persecuted and ridiculed by school children who play Let's Torment the Dwarf. Oh, well, that's horrible. Well, he still shouldn't have shit in the office. No, no, that's not yeah. an excuse to do that. Uh, he also claims that the kitchen adaptations in his apartment have been left eight inches too high for him to, re- to reach. So in addition, after he decided to smear feces and urine, because that's really going to get your point across and have people take you seriously. Right. <laughs> uh, in addition to relieving himself on the floor multiple times, he called uh, everyone at the office useless fuckers, then tried to, <laughs> <laughs> tried to hit a female receptionist, and then talked to an Asian man who was sitting there waiting for service uh, and told him that he should go back to his own country. Wow. Salter Bromley is an angry little he's, dwarf. He's angry. And he has been given a 21-day prison sentence for his actions. I will admit, so the kids were playing a game called Torture the Dwarf? That's what he says that it is. Yeah, Torment the Dwarf. Torment the Dwarf. Oh, okay, well, that's a little bit different. And, and still, though, it's hard to necessarily believe him at this point after the aforementioned attempting to punch a woman. And Hey, Edward's pointing out the thing. It's like... It got their attention now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, all of his trials and tribulations and the high counters and the torture of the dwarf. I mean, everybody knows. 
Because he decided to poop and pee. He should be directing the poop and pee towards the kids playing Torment the Dwarf. Yeah. That's where that should be directed. Then it'd be almost honorable. I knew you'd side with the dwarf. Of course. There you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I was just Im- imitating what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have we have the breaking news that I'm going to have to do here in just a second. Sure. However, I did want to bring something up. So we were talking about Tears for Fears earlier. Yes. Which made me think of Mad World. I'll be honest with you. I did not know Mad World was the original artist of that. Until <gasps> we went you thought Tears Gary Jules was the original I, artist? I Gary Jules was. I, I I was never really a Tears for Fears listener. I didn't know that song until you know, Donnie I Darko. Know some Tears for I feel bad for that. Tears for Fears has those fans that are just like the fans. Right. Like yeah, Tears yeah. for Fears has super hardcore fans. One of my friends is one of them in Seattle. Like she drove down just for the day because it, they were really? going to be playing in Seattle the next day, but she drove down to Portland just to see them here. To see both shows? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I was neat to see them. To have seen it, I don't know. It's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. Violet Femme's awesome. However, I did want to bring this up since it, it did tie in, since I did actually think Gary Jules was the original one. Right now at sonicsketches.com, our fine sponsor, they have the Gary Jules Mad World version. I do on, like that version better. <laughs> I, I do too. Mm-hmm. It's on sale for 15, Everybody does. It's on sale for 15% off. Oh, awesome. So sonicsketches.com. If you haven't gone there to check out their website, do. It's really unique artwork that you can buy so it's it's perfect for any kind of a music lover music fan we have ours hanging in here and every time we have a guest in they ask us about it yeah yeah it's very very cool we have uh, Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah we have Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah so essentially what they do is they take the songs convert it into the visual wave file and then put that into three panels and it comes all packaged in this immaculate artwork that looks like a record case I mean it's it's really really cool and it's perfect a perfect gift for anyone and I saw that on there today. I saw Gary Jules' Mad World was was actually on sale, and it's uh, it's really really cool. So SonicSketches.com. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites. Go there and check that out. If you're looking for a unique gift for someone, you want to try to wow someone, be like, oh yeah, well everybody's getting you the same kind of gifts. Uh, that's Especially the like gift if it's somebody's get. birthday coming up or something. I mean, like you know, gifts can sometimes be hard to find. Say like if someone's turning thirty four on Thursday, and you're like, what should I be getting this you know special person in my life? If you were to get one Sonic sketch, what would you get? What's the one song? If you if you could only pick one song, what would you get? Bob Dylan, Sarah. <laughs> of course you would. Mm-hmm. That's the song you would get. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan, Sarah, and then just tell everybody, yeah, that's that's my name. Yeah, or uh, there's no real good songs by the name of Greg. Does anybody <laughs> have Greg songs? Is a, I mean, it's a good name. <laughs> Has Gre- anybody written Greg a famous song of, about Greg? No, it just kind of thuds. What do you mean? I mean, like seriously, Greg. It's just like a giant like rock that just well, kind of drops. Well, the problem is it doesn't rhyme with a lot either. Either so. Egg. Yeah, that's Meg, about- <laughs> peg, leg. It rhymes with a lot of shit. Yeah, well, not good stuff, though. Sarah, what does Sarah rhyme with? Sarah doesn't rhyme with anything. You have egg, leg, peg, reg, meg. She's fair as Sarah. No, yeah, okay, all right. Sarah. God, I can't tell you how many Farrah. creepy old men have sung Farrah. Sarah smiles to me. See, that's why I'm surprised that that's the song you would get. Mm. All right, well, anyway, Sonic Sketch. Actually, one of them would be Mad World, too. That is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that well, you can get that one right now at uh, sonicsketches.com. But then you can custom order whatever song you want as well. Which is which is Ooh, really or cool. Echo and the Bunnymen, Killing Moon. Oh, so many. There's so many songs. What? So random songs. Such random songs. I'm you? a random person. I latch onto things, and then yeah. they're with me for life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's well, this. This is true. Yep. <laughs> that is that is Sarah in a nutshell. Yep. So SonicSketches.com. <laughs> Use the offer code Fun Employment as well, and you get free shipping wherever you are. So free shipping, which is very very cool if you're especially if you're not here in Portland. Uh, free shipping from SonicSketches.com. Use the code Fun Employment. Mm-hmm. All right, Sarah. Breaking news. <laughs> this is big news. It's it's big news. Okay, what is it? It's a squatch watch. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right. Such an idiot. This comes from CryptoZoologyNews.com. Oh, of course, the biggest and most reliable news source. It's one of them. It's a good site. It's a good site. A lot of information. Here is the headline. Native American boy photographs 
Bigfoot. Here's what happened. This is uh, just this breaking news. It re- was released on October 5th, so just a couple of days ago. Native American child claims he surprised a Bigfoot Thursday and was able to snap three photographs of the creature. That's right. He took pictures. The boy, Kyle G. Oh, he's a little shit apple. I can already tell. <laughs> he's totally lying. That's his friend in the Bigfoot costume, I bet. Well, here's what he said. Says he was walking in the woods of an undisclosed location in North America when he saw a shadow they called his attention. Wait, um, he was in the small area of North America? Oh, an undisclosed location in North America? This is sounding totally believable. I was standing right here, and the Bigfoot was over there. Then I see the shadow, and I went like this, and I saw him. And this is his him recounting the tale to Kevin Node, who is a YouTube user in charge of a blog about Lyme disease. <laughs> what? That's... Kevin Node is a YouTube user in charge of a blog about Lyme disease. A YouTube user? Is that really something that can that you can use as a title? I'm a YouTube user. I think so. I'm an email user myself, so you can put that on my on my title. Kind of a unique distinct ability. YouTube user. According to the witness, the creature was initially squatting and possibly hiding after noticing the kid. I took the picture right when he was standing up. I took three of them with my iPod. So he estimates the alleged Bigfoot was standing about 10 yards away from him. And the kid said, then he saw me and got up and started walking towards me. Oh, my God. So the startled boy ran. And when I looked behind me, he was actually gone. So I guess the witness came back to check the area that day. And he saw the creature again. Oh, wow. This is sounding more and more believable. He came halfway across the river. Then he went back and he saw me and he went back straight that way. This is apparently, he's describing this as a visual thing. I don't know. All right. The legends describe a nocturnal animal about nine feet tall. Of course, this is the Bigfoot. No longer a legend. It's It's a reality now, is it? Because this boy has a picture. There is a picture. And I will, uh, let's see, I'll post a link in the live chat right now, but then we'll, we'll see if we can, uh, see if we can get a link on our website as well. Very clearly shows a shadowy, shadowy Well, this is a big creature. day. Wouldn't this be more than just cryptozoology news? It's a shadowy creature standing up there. Well, it's going to break news. You're going to be the one hearing it first. Credit for this picture goes to Kevin Node of YouTube. <laughs> That's actually that what it says. Has a blog, a blog about Lyme disease. A blog right? about, he's a YouTube user. And that is the Bigfoot that this child took a picture of. Clear-cut evidence of the existence of Bigfoot from Kyle G. That concludes this edition of Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! Happy, happy Squatching. <laughs> Maybe one of these days we'll need to lead a Fun Employment Radio Squatch Squatch, uh, a squatch hunt? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Take a bunch of people out in the woods. Take them to the areas I go. Because you've seen so many wild Sasquatch. Well, I know they're out there. Mm-hmm. We'll go squatching together. Just me and people in the woods. All by ourselves. That doesn't sound squatching. creepy at all. Gotta be real quiet. Don't want to start all the squatches. That got weird. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Anytime, day or night, to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, funemploymentradio.com is also where you can go to purchase your tickets to the five-year anniversary party. Oh, yes, if you haven't already, please to be picking up some. November 14th. And just give a quick rundown. Courage is going to be playing. Check that out at couragemusic.com. Reunion. People <gasps> flying in from all over the place. What? <gasps> Greg, Netflix just text messaged me, and the ninth oh, season God. of Supernatural just came out today. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I know what I'm doing. I'm sorry, Greg. It was very important. Oh you my have gosh. Netflix set up Best to text you? Best birthday week ever. Yesterday, Twin Peaks. Today, new season of Supernatural. You put an oh alert my God. into Netflix to text you when Supernatural becomes available? No, but it knows what shows you like, and then it texts you, and then it lets you know. Oh, my God. Greg birthday week oh damn it anyway at the five-year anniversary party Mm -hmm. happening november 14th courage will be playing in addition to that keelan king will be performing yeah star pilot starpilotmusic.com also a live 
episode of Fun Employment Radio. Hell yeah. With the some special version. guests. It's going to be amazing. special guests and special segments, all kinds of things that will be live on stage. And we will reveal the findings from the ghost investigation of my house. You know what else is awesome, Greg? What? My birthday week. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. It is not your birthday. It's my birthday week. One day. You know, you have Thursday. Are you kidding me? Look at the gifts I'm already getting. Yesterday, Aaron got me a really cool shirt, and Twin Peaks is coming back to TV. Today, we got to hang out with a couple of our good comedian friends, and yeah. I get to watch Supernatural tonight. I get to find out what happened when when the uh, when the angels started coming to to Earth. Spoiler alert! <sighs> I'm so excited. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link. Pick up your tickets now. Hi, Greg. It's, I don't even know what to say right Hi, now. Hi, Greg. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm really glad this text came at the end of the show instead of at the beginning. That's all I can say. Also, I don't. I doubt there's anyone who has set up a text alert for Supernatural. Yeah, so everyone, yeah, just go to Netflix and yeah, you can figure out a way to set it up. Oh, wow. All right, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Ha-ha.com. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.